Welcome to the sixth episode of the C41 podcast. Today I'm joined by Dino Kuznik, who's a Slovenian photographer based here in New York. He recently released a book called Shaped by the West. And today we're here to talk about his photography, his process, and much more. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for inviting me to this. I, uh, I'm happy to be part of this. Yeah, definitely. I'm stoked to be able to talk to you. I've been following your project for a while, and it's cool to finally see it in book form. But do you want to maybe just introduce a little bit what the project is? Yeah, Shape of the West is basically a book about um, me coming to America. An underlying layer is uh, my struggle with the visa, but it's also very personal because it's uh, uh, the American symbolism is very personal to me because I was, I was growing up in uh, Slovenia. I uh, was born basically into Yugoslavia, and Yugoslavia, Slovenia seceded from Yugoslavia in 1991. And we, when we became like a democratic republic, a westernism, or a, how would you say, like a western wave hit our country. So that means I grew up, you know, watching American movies, listening to punk rock music, skateboarding, you know, being into all that kind of, like, being surrounded with this American kind of, Western, so to say, so to speak, Western things. And that kind of left a very big mark on me, right? In terms of like, I'm very attracted to certain motives, like, a, you know, an abandoned car, uh, you know, on a, a gas station, uh, straight road that doesn't end for like, you know, that, that goes forever. And, 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 and that is basically the book. Uh, it's basically super personal culmination of all of my of, of four of my series that uh, started in 2013 to 2019 since I moved to, to, to the U.S. So when did, when did you originally move to the U.S.? So I, originally I moved to the U.S. in 2013 mm -hmm. and uh, I moved for a graphic design position, mm. right? So I moved to San Francisco, California, which was like amazing to me because, you know, I was... Like I uh, said earlier, you know, I was, I was, when I was young, I was in a punk rock band too. So, you know, our thing was like, oh yeah, we want to move to California and play in California, you know, because all the bands back then in the late 90s, early 2000s were like, you know, from California, like, and um, yeah, so that was like a big dream and it actually came true for a kind of different reasons basically, but you know, I still ended up in California, which was great, but uh yeah, I moved there and, you know, I had, uh, I moved there with like co-workers and friends and I, 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 I uh, lived there for a while and actually while living there, I started traveling a lot, a lot around and taking a lot of photos and that's what, that's how my kind of style evolved, I would say, back then, you know, uh, because when I came to San Francisco, I was basically a little bit more into like street photography uh, and, uh, you know, it was an interesting place to be, but, but I, it's also was also very it was also the first time that I actually was introduced to America that I didn't see in the movies like the the bad aspects of it I would say because there was like I never saw so many homeless people you know the divide of, of rich people and like poor people like just living meters apart you know what I mean so it was like I also kind of put that a little bit in my book because the the narrative or or uh, how the photos are basically uh, selected and positioned goes from very positive to a little bit of like frantic at the end or I wouldn't say frantic a little bit more negative 
towards the end. So I, d I also wanted to put that in there a little bit. But yeah, sorry, I kind of diverted no. from the original question a Perfect. little bit. <laughs> They're very like dreamy, nostalgic photos of America. So that was your interpretation through the westernization that you kind of experienced in Slovenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like I told you, I was like growing up, I was like super surrounded. But, you know, we got Cartoon Network. We got cable TV, you mm -hmm. know, when I was growing up. We got all this stuff that I... I was bombarded with, you know, and I was also like, I also was into like American movies and, uh, and you know, also like I was also very, a, a very visual person since I can remember. So I guess that kind of translated, you know, getting that information either from the music or, or film or, you know, video, uh, and then kind of just being so attracted to that once I actually moved here, you know? And also, I would say it's very, very different than, than Europe, you know? It's like in terms of, like, architecture, how vast the, the West is. And um, just, like, the landscape is, like, amazing. And I was very attracted. And, and there's a certain energy also when I'm, when I'm there that I think it's also kind of very, very uh, positive on me. So I love it, yeah. I definitely remember growing up in Belgium, just like coming back every year after I moved to the U.S. and like seeing, you know, wow, they have Cartoon Network now in yeah. Belgium. Wow, like all my friends yeah, are yeah. watching these yeah, English exactly. TV shows and are learning English yeah. while I'm living in America too, which yeah. was really funny. So, I, I remember, yeah, you saying, I think I watched one of your episodes. You said you're from Belgium and you moved to Jersey, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. we have a similar path, so to speak, right? Definitely. <laughs> One of the things that I thought was really, actually, do you want to talk about the cover of the book? Because you told me yeah. when I bought the book, you explained the cover story and I was yes. like, wow. Yes. So, so my really good friend, Emil Kozola, which is, a, who, who's a really good designer from Slovenia, he helped me design the book. And I, you know, I myself am a graphic designer, but I wanted somebody else to do it because I have a lot of photo books and I have an idea of how a photo book needs to look or what wants, you know, I want it to look, but I really wanted to kind of put myself away from that just to kind of, because I think I was like sort of in a bubble and I wanted somebody else to have a little bit of a perspective, uh, a little bit of a, you know, just a little bit of a different kind of approach than I would have. So we kind of brainstormed a little bit. And since the narrative was like me coming from Slovenia and, you know, having to deal with like the immigration issues I had and, and uh, the artist visa I got, uh, we came to uh, the idea that we should make it look like the Slovenian passport, uh, passport, which is a red color, right? And it also has a gold foil. But the thing is, once you travel with it a little bit or you use it a lot of times, mm -hmm. the gold foil kind of goes away, right? So that's, that's why the gold foil isn't on every um, embossed uh, uh, type. And um, we just put it on the left arrow, which signifies the West, right? It kind of represents the golden rush, basically, or the new age golden rush, which was the tech boom, which made me move, basically, to the... Amazing. To the, to the, to the Calif to California. Mm -hmm. I definitely thought the underlying narrative of the visa thing was probably one of the most original things I've seen 
or well, that's definitely thanks. what makes the book stand out to yeah, me as well yeah. is it it makes it a little bit more well a lot more personal mm -hmm. and i'm curious kind of when the decision came to have that visa story be underlying the work so when we started working on the book working uh, on as in designing uh no when we start okay so when we started basically selecting the photos right mm -hmm. i had a huge pool of photos which i kind of that was a long process you know it was a long process because i have i would say i have a certain style but then i deviate i like to deviate with experimentation right and i you know i needed to do a, i did like quite a few different pools of of uh of photos and eventually it became a you know a selection that i was really happy with right and it kind of felt like you know just having this narrative of photos in there was like not enough i, I felt like that wasn't it felt v visually very uh, you know attractive so to speak in terms of like how i wanted the, the narrative to go but i felt something was missing so a personal touch and when we were brainstorming with Emil, uh, Emil, uh, we were uh, we came to the the idea because I was at the time also dealing with this visa issue. We just say, okay, let's just let's just do let's just put this as a contradicting or like a contrast factor in the book, so it kind of complements you know the whole aspect of the storyline, right? And I think it worked really well, you know, and and, and I would say like in. In the first draft that we did, there was a lot more visa elements, but I think they were like steering too much into kind of different direction than the photos. So in in the end, we just had a little bit of like just a little bit of uh, process in there, which kind of breaks the storyline of the of the photos, and then a nice conclusion, which ends up with you know the last page, me getting a visa, right? And I don't know if you know, noticed, but like there's a photo of uh, the last photo in the book is uh, basically in Monument Valley where the door opened, basically. So I kind of wanted to, you know, <laughs> put it like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. It was like, to be honest, you know, it was a very stressful period for me. The whole process of the book and when, once we actually once we actually made it and designed it and put everything was like a this kind of shoulder, uh, this kind of rock coming, coming off my chest or just felt so great. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Really cool, man. Um, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about the process of what it was like actually shooting the work. Mm -hmm. Maybe like definitely a lot of the subject matter in the pictures is like the landscape and mm -hmm. the cars. Mm -hmm. How come you were particularly drawn to photographing that specifically? So, uh, okay, let me start basically in 2016, right? When, when I had, when I first did the solar road trip, I had a, I just moved to New York one year, uh, 2015. And, you know, it was a little bit of a struggle basically emotionally and, you know, with work, I wasn't feeling so good. So I said, I, I need to do something. I need to just go away. And I went to, I went to Arizona by myself for the first time. And it was like, it was a, such a good experience, right? It was like, I felt like kind of liberated a little bit. I felt like so positive. And, you know, I created, I think, really good series, which was called Arizona Pastels. That's the first time that I actually kind of started putting this together as a photos into kind of series, you know? And I think me being drawn to this is just like I said, just from my past, it's just something I'm, I'm, I'm 
So when I went when I went to Arizona, I was just freely br- freely driving around, not looking for anything, and just when I found something, I just stopped and took a photo. It wasn't something that I was, you know, I didn't have a narrative in mind. I didn't have a I didn't have like a plan. I us- e- you, most of the time I didn't even have a motel to speak uh, to sleep at the uh, you know during the end of the day. So I just kind of kind of you know just feel how do you say it like free. I just did it very freely so mm-hmm. to speak right and i really like that you know so a lot of photos in this book were made like that uh and it kind of i just represent this freedom that i really like it when i'm you know just driving around with not any with nothing on my you know with not nothing binding me to anything and just being a little bit just being in 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 in, in the landscape and getting everything in so I, th- that was a very cool feeling which i wanted to translate into the into the book but w- w- to go back to your question basically why cars i'm not really sure how to answer that they're just like something that i'm attracted to because they're so different than european cars mm-hmm. you know but i do have a, 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 co- a photo in there if uh, which was made in palm springs which kind of really rep- i would really identify with that photo basically it's like two cars parked in and there are two european cars mm-hmm. but because the setting is so american you kind of say okay this uh, this is this is america right mm-hmm. but you know i'm like a european in mm-hmm. america which that i really uh, identify with that photo i would say because it, it represents me in the states i but like I, i'm not really sure how to answer why i'm I, why i'm so attracted to cars i think it just the difference it's just so different than what we have in Europe but it's still you know you find these pockets of in America that feels so so like like 60s or like 70s mm-hmm. or even like before that you know it's like in Europe everything i think is like we have this old building so sure sure there's like an old tradition to all of that and it's amazing and it's beautiful but being surrounded by that the whole you know your whole life i think it's you just take it for granted mm-hmm. and then coming to a different place you just see so much more of the mm-hmm. you know stuff that you were introduced through you know definitely tv music or or other uh, you know or magazines and stuff like that so was it all made in this kind of road trip style yes mentality? everything was made into and when i would go on uh on solo road trips mm-hmm. so the, i made it after after my f- initial uh, road trip i made it basically a, a annual thing i would go somewhere like once or twice a year for a week mm-hmm. and that was my process basically for for this book and you know like i said like the the everything was made on the west and first you know first series was actually in arizona mm-hmm. Then there are a couple of photos from California. Actually, a lot of co- photos from California mm-hmm. because California is a place I uh, I go and I return a lot. Mm-hmm. Then New Mexico, Utah, uh, and Nevada. That's all the states that are in there. I still want to go to to other states, but but you know, I think this is. Uh, I think I'll move past this a little bit in, ter- mm-hmm. in my future work because I don't want to get. You know, I oversaturated myself with this aesthetic, and I think I eventually want to move away from it. I think a book is a good way to yeah. conclude that, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna shoot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff definitely. like that anymore. But the thing is, I I just wanna, you know, it gets stale. You get like I get restless if I yeah. get if I, if I'm in a loop, if in a different loop. So I want always want to try something new, and I I have some 
ideas and I also am working on um, some new series that I think are going to be a nice uh, uh, next step for me. Mm -hmm. How did you know that it was kind of ready? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, actually. So I was like, you know, like two years ago, I was at the book fair and I was like, oh my God, I really want to have a book here, mm -hmm. right? And then I kind of was slowly working towards that. I didn't know how I'm going to do it, so I thought I'm going to self-publish eventually. But earlier this year, Inbat came, uh, actually reached out to me if I want to do a book with them, right? And I was like super stoked. Sure, I want to do it. You know, we work on the book for for quite some time, you know, do, doing the iterations of, of uh, a few iterations of different uh, layouts and how the text was implemented, how the visa elements were implemented. But I don't know, you know, I think it just felt right. A certain, so you were asking that, right? In terms mm -hmm. of how I knew the book was ready, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it just felt right at the end, you know what I mean? It just felt something that, it just felt, you know, it just felt good. I'm curious to hear a little bit about, like, the photographic process, which mm -hmm. I know a lot of other people are always interested in, too. Like, kind of, how much were you shooting? What kind of uh -huh. formats did you shoot, like, 40 different cameras? Or was it pretty consistent? Yeah, so for this, uh, 90, 80 to 90% of photos in here are shot with a uh, medium format camera, film mm -hmm. camera. I use a Pentax 672. And most, if not all, of the photos that were shot on Pentax are with one lens, mm -hmm. with 105 2.4, which I love. I love that lens. It's just like, there's just something about it that when you see the, you know, the negative and the scanned image, it's just, it's not too clinically sharp like every digital camera nowadays. It just has this feeling to it you know mm -hmm. what i mean definitely and uh, there are but there are a couple of digital photos in there especially the night ones that i kind of thought complemented the whole narrative and i really wanted to include them and i think there's only one 35 millimeter <laughs> photo in there on film interesting yeah kind of how much were you shooting when you would go on those road trips because it was for a week yeah yeah i was shooting all the time you i was like i was waking up four in the morning Nice. Uh, chasing some good light and then going back to the motel, sleeping and then driving and shooting the whole day. You know, a, a lot of times, I don't know, if you look at my photos, a lot of times I, I like shoot, shooting during the day, basically, because I, I kind of, I get this, I overexpose usually, but I, I kind of get this kind of pastel mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. colors in, uh, during the day. And I kind of like that. Not to say that I don't like shooting in golden hour, or but I just kind of feel that I I feel that, that that's my style, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that that's basically yeah, that's basically it. That's I I was shooting all all day, all the time. So basically, when I came back from from the trip, I wasn't really, you know, wasn't really super, uh, or re uh, not relaxed, but I wasn't really like. You know, I didn't come from vacation. I, I didn't came from vacation. I came <laughs> back because I was tired, so I slept probably for one to two days at home. Amazing. So yeah, I would ju you know the, while I'm there, I want to push myself to do as much as I can, right? Yeah. Not to the extent that I want to shoot as much photos, like just shoot all the time, but just kind of find as much and experience as much in that limited uh, window of, of time, you know. Mm -hmm. You are a graphic designer, and yeah. I can totally tell that in the <laughs> way that 
things align in the book and the way that lines work and yeah. you know things are align in ways that a graphic designer would align yeah. things which i think is really interesting and i'm curious to hear about kind of how graphic design became intertwined with photography for you yeah yeah that's so i would say like my style evolved from since i moved to uh, uh to the us right mm-hmm. like I, I told you earlier we want we would go on a lot of like uh, we would go on a lot of trips around california mm-hmm. and i was always shooting photos like sort of a postcardy photos mm-hmm. you know we went somewhere i would shoot something because back then i was more into street photography mm-hmm. to be honest kind of thought that would that's where i want to be and you know having like having um heroes like Henry Cartier-Bresson, Alex Webb, and all, you know, like uh, Joel Meyerowitz and all that, all the Magnum photographers. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, I want to be like them. I want to shoot, you know, I want to be in a me- be in a very kind of place that has a lot of elements and make sense of those elements, right? Mm-hmm. But when I, I, when I told you, when I moved to the US, uh, to San Francisco, I kind of saw a lot of this divide and homelessness and that kind of, you know, pushed me off that track i would say i didn't want to shoot homeless people i felt like it's a bit degrading uh it's i i don't know it just felt too negative for me Definitely. and then i eventually when we you know started take, uh, going to the strips i would be doing more and more of that you know and eventually started shooting that all the time and then eventually going on trips just for that so that's how it evolved kind of from from street photography into more kind of contemporary or landscape, if you want to, or mm-hmm. I would even say documentary because mm-hmm. I'm documenting the spaces basically that I, that I, that I uh, pass. And that's how it evolved. But yeah, like you said, me being a graphic designer, I did, I do think that I frame very precisely <laughs> or, but I don't want it to be sterile. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be, I still want it to feel natural and I don't want to, because that's also one of the reasons why I, why I uh, don't shoot digital as much. Because I just feel photos are too sterile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm framing them to be too, st- you know, if they're digital and then too f- sterile with framing, I think it's it's a bit too much. Yeah. That's how I see it. But, yeah, it's kind of, it, um, you know, graphic design had a big, big impa- impact on, on me, uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Actually, how I shoot. And how I frame and basically how I position images, uh, elements in my images. You know, a lot of times I think that I like multi-layered images when I would say, when I would like have multiple planes Mm -hmm. and I would, you know, I would like to fill every plane with something interesting. Sure, there's like a, let's say there's a car, but I like, you know, the suburbia or a tree being a background and there's something that maybe is covering the car in the in the front or there's something else, some lines that are kind of going towards the car. So I kind of always feel I'm like, a, by moving myself, I'm moving basically the elements in the photo and framing them so they look appealing. That's how I, that's my approach a lot of times. You know, because if you think, if you look at like people when they go to, a, let's say they go to Monument Valley, right? Everybody goes to the edge and takes the photo of, uh, of uh, our horseshoe band they take the photo of a horseshoe band there's you know i'd rather go back and take a photo of people standing there with a horseshoe band. that's like a mm-hmm. that's how i kind of think in terms of like mm-hmm. how i want to compose a photo mm-hmm. so yeah 
Very nice with the layers. Yeah, I kind of yeah. That's you know, if I analyze it, that that I I would say I'm usually like attracted to kind of having more elements and kind of positioning them For sure. so they look appealing to me. You know. Yeah, yeah. You said the the book was comprised of four different projects. Yeah. Was it at the time you were shooting four different projects and then you kind of thought later, oh, they make sense together or? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the thing is, it's all of these projects that I, that I kind of, so one is like Arizona Postels, mm-hmm. uh, which was the first series that I did in 2016. And I actually sent that to Sony World Photography Awards where I was shortlisted. That was amazing. I saw that on your yeah, website. That yeah. was crazy. It was it was great. So th- I w- really wanted to include that. But I just wanted to say, okay, Shaped by the West, this is like super personal. And I, whatever I did on the West, mm-hmm. it kind of translates or is in the same visual style. I want to put everything inside here because it has the same underlying narrative. Basically, you know, it comes basically from the past, but it's also in the present because this is where I am now and this is what I shoot now mm-hmm. but yeah but also as I told you before it's also a good launching pad for something new so I wanted to co- combine everything and put it in here and I f- I, it felt right to do so you also have you have a massive variety of projects that are on your website and I was looking through them all yeah. and a lot of them feel you know there's a really nice like range but I'm curious about the what was the name of the motel project oh motel stories motel stories yeah is that like an in-between project, like a project that happened while you were doing other projects? Yeah, I always shoot when I'm in a hotel. Yeah? Yeah, because they just feel so, sometimes so eerie or just yeah. like, you know, everything's like copy-pasted, like at each room or like mm. the the, the yeah, Kubrick-like, uh, um, you know, hallways or the fake plants, you know, it just has this kind of sort of feeling of... Uh, that I kind of want to try to catch in the photos. So those photos aren't in here. I take that back. One photo out of that series in, is in here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to do, I, I, I want to expand on that series and maybe eventually do a little zine or something mm-hmm. with that. Because that's, that's, you know, I always have to sleep somewhere, right? I don't, I mean, I once tried to sl- sleeping in the car, but it, to be honest, it wasn't all that good because I didn't get any sleep. So I always go into go into motel, motel right? But it's uh, it's something I want to catch uh, and capture. Um, it just it's also like this thing that comes from the past, I guess. So I, yeah. it could be the same, but maybe you know because I incorporated a lot of people, which I usually you know not a lot of people are usually in my photos, just my personal photos. I kind of wanted to. I kind of want to expand that in the future. Mm-hmm. More kind of Gregory Crutzen like mm-hmm. photos. I'm I'm I want I just want this kind of feeling to come out of that series. And now it's not complete yet, but it's like a nice uh starting point where, where I can kind of continue on that too. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering after you made all this work, when did you end up in New York and what's that been like? Yeah, so I ended up in New York in 2015 when I moved uh, offices for my uh, former employer. The graphic design team moved to New York, so I moved with them. And yeah, it was a change, you know, it was a change from from San Francisco, from California. Definitely kind of rough because I moved in August and, you know, I experienced winter after like three years living in California. And that was a pretty harsh winter. (laughs) 
<laughs> to be honest, it lasts a long time in New York. You know, it's like from from October to like almost May, almost May, man. It's crazy. So that was very, very kind of. I wouldn't call that the best uh, moments in my life. It was an adjustment, you know, looking for the apartment. That stress. Uh, I didn't do as much shooting as I wanted to. That's you know, that's something that always kind of you know makes me a little bit depressed, so to speak. Um, so yeah, so that's why. But you know, all, all of all of that kind of negativity, I guess, around me. You know, I had to cut it, and I said, I'm going to Arizona. You know, by myself, and that's mm. how the that started. You know. That I was I was living in New York, but I was shooting in on the West. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not to say that I didn't shoot in New York. I would like when the first year when I moved here, I would probably walk. Oh man, I walked all over, all around Brooklyn, Red Hook, Queens, Manhattan. I mean, I shot a lot. I shot a lot, and I have a lot of material. But you know, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like I could put it put it into a series. It doesn't have a I just walked around and shot stuff that I kind of thought mm-hmm. was visually appealing to me. So I doesn't, I don't have anything to tie it into. So, but it was an interesting, interesting uh, thing to do. But still, you know, to be honest with you, I still prefer like the West. I just feel mm-hmm. New York is, it doesn't have have the same appeal to me as mm-hmm. as 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 uh, the West. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, that's like only New York. Maybe I've been to Jersey and I've been to, you know, Coney Island. And there are a couple of pockets or Brighton Beach or like upstate. There are pockets that I still want to explore that kind of feel very visually attractive mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, actually, like that was that's how I moved to New York. But this was like also a very, very interesting or like very important thing that happened to, to me uh, yeah. that it actually helped me start my uh you know start my actually making the work and putting it into a series and eventually coming out with this <laughs> i only recently started like a what i could call maybe my first actual series in new york mm-hmm. after living here for coming up to three years now i feel like it's definitely a place that when you first move here is very easy to like capture in a surface mm-hmm. level way mm-hmm. So I think after being here for almost three years now is kind of when I'm starting to get ideas of what I would want to make a project about. But at the same time, it's also been like a reason to go back to Jersey where I grew up and make work there. Oh, that's interesting. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever want to work on like a surface level basis where I go to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. So, you know, I totally get you because the, the, the projects I I'm kind of devising now and researching now Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm done with like just you know driving around and Mm -hmm. okay and saying oh this is super nice oh shit i'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. you know i spent like two hours on i don't know one car in a corner somewhere in la Mm -hmm. right which is totally great and it's totally fine and it makes me feel great but you know i kind of want to step up and you know actually research something Mm -hmm. and say okay this is the narrative and i'm gonna yeah, make the photos around it, not tell the photos what an uh, not let the photos tell what the narrative is, right? But this felt right in terms of because this is like super personal for me. But I totally get you. I guess there is two ways of approaching it: is pictures first or story first? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think what I'm making right now as well is very much yeah. pictures first and then narrative. You know, a lot of the times in the way you piece things together, too, the narrative completely changes. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. yeah. So like if I if we talk about like this right the mm-hmm. book it's 
the narrative is basically around me, mm-hmm. right? So it's very personal, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want to make it about me anymore. Mm-hmm. This is like, done. Yeah. this chapter is done, you know? Sure, I'm going to, like I told you uh, told you earlier, sure, I'm going to take probably another 10,000 photos of cars before I, you know, <laughs> do something completely different. But the thing is, I'm probably, I'm going to probably doing, be doing that because of my pleasure. Mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm gonna return to um, to California now, I want to do a series there. I have a, I have a narrative, and I have a, there's a specific town I want to go to and do something around that town. But it's too early to talk about it. I want I don't want to talk about something that's you know exactly not I ha- not actually 100 percent even in terms of like the idea. And mm-hmm. uh, when I have a general idea of. Uh, how I want to present it visually, I would love to present mm-hmm. it to you. Or, You'll yeah. have to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually curious about your perspective on whether like doing the Instagram thing mm-hmm. takes away from the artistic content of your work. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, yes and no. It depends on the person, I would, I would say. I mean, I don't think there's nothing wrong in terms of like, you know, promoting your work through Instagram or sharing your work. But as long as it doesn't become making your work for for Instagram, you know, and for those likes and, you know, all that instant kind of thrill or endorphins that you get from that. And I think a lot of people do that. Just mm-hmm. like they take photos just to post them on Instagram, right? Younger people nowadays, I think, are very inclined to have, a you know, this instant gratification where you do something you have to post it right away and you have to have likes and you have to have people comment and on it and you have some feedback but that then it goes away you know i think it's better to kind of sit on your work for a while let it mature and once you can kind of combine it because a photo is a photo i've seen like a photo that maybe by itself wouldn't be really much but like combine that into a meaningful narrative put it in a book and it could be tremendous you know so yeah i think social media is to a certain extent kind of killing the process and i think people should be more especially photographers right or young photographers people that want to want to be in this career and want to make books or have exhibitions on you know sell their work i think you know you should be more patient not just so inclined to show everything all the time if you make a good photo oh, i need to post it on instagram just kind of move that move past those urges and keep it for yourself to mature and then when it's ready then show it and to everybody so with the book shaped by the west what kind of role did you know social media play into the making of the work and the marketing of it i would say I post a lot of photos that are. I posted a lot of photos that were in the book. Not everything, because I still feel as you were making it, or no, no, no. Like before, right? I still. I, there are a couple of photos in the book that I posted on Instagram, but I don't feel that's like a bad thing, right? But I did, you know, I did have all this series that I let mature and basically kind of come together, and I eventually make the selection that I think worked really good for the book. And yeah, it's it's. I I don't I don't like to think that social media had anything to do it because I uh, with the book but I just think it's like a good tool to market my work in terms of like just to market my work and kind of for people that follow me for my photography to let them know what I'm doing or what's you know you know post a photo from a new series I'm working Mm -hmm. on or something right it isn't something that I would say is very instrumental and and how I think about my work or it actually kind of you know changes my work or how I do it or whatever now in this day and age it has uh 
very big power to kind of change people to be working for that rather than using that for their for their advantage you know mm -hmm. i think it definitely makes everything more accessible too because it certainly made this kind of thing possible yeah. right yeah it's yeah. a reason to yeah yeah okay you you okay sorry i understand what you mean now so it's kind of yeah so i guess ain't bad kind of found me on the instagram mm -hmm. i would assume or maybe they found or maybe they found me actually because i sent something for a open call i'm not sure at this moment forgot actually <laughs> yeah sorry could be either yeah uh but yeah in terms of like visibility yeah definitely you know even when i do print sales when i did a print sale for for this book you know mostly because of instagram um yeah it's it's a it's i think it's a very nice marketing tool to be honest i think in the fine art world it's yeah. considered like a little bit of a I don't know if it's looked down upon as a shortcut. Yeah, but but at the same time, yeah, I I don't I don't, you know, I totally respect other people's opinions and yeah, for sure you can, you know, it's a new thing maybe maybe you don't like it, but the thing is I just, you know, if you don't utilize something like that that offers you like a, a big kind of audience and exposure for your work, I think you're you can be missing out. But yeah, like you said, it has a little bit of, I do think also, yeah, in, in, in those circles, they kind of tend to have a little bit of a bad connotation to it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you, yeah, you look, I look people that I, you know, like Todd Hero or Malik Sot, and I don't think they give much of a damn about Instagram, right? No. <laughs> so It's two different routes, right? You know? Right? But I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I should be utilizing it. Yeah, because yeah. why not? Yeah. I think those people are also like very, very, you know, into the community. They know like gallerists. They know a lot of people in the actual, um, in this business. So it's a little bit different than for somebody that's up and coming, you know. So I think if you're an up and coming photographer, I, why not utilize it in your advantage? Mm -hmm. That's my take on it. And I'm doing that, right? As long as it doesn't actually steer you away from from making your work like you want to make it, not making it for that instant right. you know, gratification and that, yeah. that post on Instagram. Uh, because, I, yeah, like I said, I think that's a big factor nowadays. You know, people just want to be seen. Can you shout out? Can we shout me out? Just, you know, or something like that. They just want likes and followers. And that, you know, apparently that makes you something in other people's eyes but you know followers aren't really the the they don't translate into the quality of work i think or anything else. or anything else <laughs> basically yeah that's what i think i mean a lot of people may think different differently i agree you know dude i think that's a great place to wrap it yeah yeah cool i think that was a great conversation yeah. thank you so much for being here where well, can people find you well, people f can find me on my uh, website, dinokuznik.com. They can see what I'm working on uh, on there. I have, you know, I've been, this year I've started as a freelance photographer for the first time. So I'm kind of wow. seeking some new opportunities. <laughs> and I've been, I've, been, I've been posting some new work on there. And I have a, so one project that's very exciting that's coming. I'm um, actually I already shot it, but really, yeah. Then I'm gonna uh -oh. post soon. It's pretty big, but maybe we shouldn't wrap yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell me. Yeah, what is it? Well, I mean, I did two projects this year. Yeah. 
that are pretty big. Uh, I did some from one for Tesla. Right. That was amazing. They gave me a car for a week and they just needed like a few photos. And, you know, I got a really nice ride, Model 3, to do my road trip in. I didn't have to pay for gas because it's electric. <laughs> uh, no, but it was great. I photographed the car in, um, in this gas station in, um, I think it's called Baker, California. Uh, and I created like 20 to 30 photos. They ended end up using like four. That's amazing. And I was like, I was so happy about that. And they, you know, to go back to our previous conversation about Instagram, right? They also found me on Instagram because I posted a photo of a Tesla gas station. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like, oh, we like how vintage it looks. Uh, you know, would you do actually something for us? And I was like, yeah, I can do a whole series for you guys. And I was so excited. It was great. And then the other thing that I... Uh, uh, did that's that was like really exciting. Actually, actually, that project paid for my visa, which was such a I don't know. It was a lucky or whatever it was. It was just right at the right time. Uh, Tyler, the creator, reached out to me and he was like, "Do you want to shoot?" And you know, something's coming with those photos. But you know, that's all I can say. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So that was that was very very exciting, and that's coming out soon. Yeah, should be out by the end of the year. Amazing. Yeah. Congrats, dude. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I think that is a great place to wrap, to wrap it up. <laughs> Thank cool. you so much for being here, dude. Thank you for inviting me, man. I really uh, like what you're doing. You know, in the flood of uh, YouTube videos where and content that's like, you know, what camera is better, which pixel is better, what company is better, all that's. All that like capital capitalism stuff. Uh, you have a really amazing channel, and you know it's geared toward photographers. And I really like uh, you know watching and following you. And I hope all the best for you wherever you end up going. You know in which direction. Dude, too kind. Thank you so much. Thank you. Seriously, I really appreciate that. Thanks for being here. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Dino Kuznick. Make sure you buy his book from Ain't Bad before it sells out. It's an incredible little book to own. Follow him on Instagram at Dino Kuznick. You can check out the C41 podcast on Instagram. It's C41 podcast, as well as my Instagram and YouTube channel, which is under my name, Willem Verbeek. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Sick. <laughs>